Everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and Lori Ballow impersonator Katie Weaver. Hello, how's it going? Um, it's going great. Excited to be here with everyone. Uh, yes, I hope you all get the joke, or we're going to feel like such a <laughs> picture in case you don't so uh yeah you know. <laughs> and yeah. katie obviously has better hair for it than i do oh my god yeah. <laughs> but hey uh, how's it going i can't be, i just can't either <laughs> my daughter said wait a minute you have the cold read party after this and i said yeah she's like you're gonna do that with this hair and i said no <laughs> <laughs> We'll be taking a five-minute break. I know that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. <laughs> How long did it take? Cranky, it took me about seven minutes. Yeah, I did the ponytail part myself. I think that's pretty obvious. And uh, Mars curled it real quick. So, yeah. This is all me, guys. All me. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. I, I know. We have now become the petty bitches I did not want us to be, but here we are. <laughs> you know, it's only Chad and Lori that I feel okay making fun of. It really is. I don't do that to anybody else, but, yeah, you know, <laughs> how could we not? If you well, don't know what we're talking about, uh, Katie, why don't you post a picture so that people will know? <laughs> I will. I, I will do that right now. So Lori was in court yesterday. And uh, we did live stream it, so some of you guys have already seen it. But she showed up with a pretty interesting hairdo, despite a pretty interesting demeanor. Uh, so this is uh, this is the do. Oh yeah, I did pretty good. I did yeah, pretty good. Yeah, mine's standing up a little more, but that's okay. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I have better lipstick. Oh God, why? Why did I do that? Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that's uh, that was the look. This is what I posted on my Facebook yesterday. This picture. And this one, uh, with the caption, <laughs> who wore it better? Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that might be true. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Barbara, please join. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyone who would like to also do the uh kindergarten first day of school hairdo mm -hmm. along with us please feel yeah. free <laughs> mm -hmm. please do uh, don't put on this matte lipstick that's never going to come off for 12 years don't do that <laughs> but, uh, i'm in now i'm in <laughs> you, you really are <laughs> cammy's gonna drive the party bus to hell well that's good <laughs> this that... has been this was born from an idea that hit me yesterday just as we return back on camera or I return back on camera from court that while court was going on, I really should have uh, 
put my hair up and just like Lori's and finish the show just like that. And I had like 30 seconds and realized there was just no way it hit me too late. So here we are. Yep. <laughs> I will say JR did suggest it. So I mean, wishes come true, aim, I guess. Wishes from hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, as you know, this is the Wednesday night update show. Yeah. And we don't always come dressed as serial killers, but when we do, we dress as Lori Vallow. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, so, yes. Speaking of, Katie, why don't you give us a little update in the uh, belligerent turd circus? How are things? Well, as belligerent as usual. Uh, I was uh, kind of surprised and maybe a little too delighted to discover yesterday uh, exactly what an ass John Thomas is. <laughs> <laughs> Lori's other attorney. We haven't heard a word out of him yet. Right. And so, of course, it's Mr. Archibald and now Mr. Thomas. And Thomas mm -hmm. argued yesterday on that really ugh, lengthy, boring, unprepared uh, rant that he gave about Ooh, why uh, why they should send Lori's charges back to the grand jury to have them uh, specified. I, you know, I kind of think the judge will do it just because why open the door for any kind of uh, appeal later? You know, I think right. it'll probably happen, but it was kind of silly. My favorite moment of court was when Rob Woods said, just because a law isn't good for the defendant doesn't mean it's unfair. <laughs> right. Or a rule. I think he said mm -hmm. rule. Anyway, that made me laugh because it is a lot of, but your honor, you know, last week it was, but your honor, we don't want them to test the DNA we, yeah. we don't want them to, you know, so mm -hmm. we do have to talk about the DNA. But um, so that was surprising. He is definitely John Pryor Jr. There was a lot of pearl clutching. At one point, mm -hmm. the prosecutor said that he had done some research about how these charges would need to be laid out before he met with the grand jury. Well, Thomas did not like that. Also, right. didn't have a clue what he was talking about and made sure we knew it. He said, yeah, he spent half the time saying, well, I don't I've know. never done this and I don't know, but mm -hmm. then. But I don't like it. Yeah. And that was one of those moments. He said, well, your honor, that's very concerning to me. It's very concerning to hear the prosecutor say that he was researching charges before he met with the grand jury. Now, I was a prosecutor for four years and I never, never called a grand jury. I think that was like a, a feather a in his cap. Yeah. Yeah. A feather in his cap that uh, somehow he's proud of himself that he never called a grand jury. Okay, mm -hmm. whatever. Because, you know, defense attorneys hate grand juries a lot right. because they it X's them out of so much of that process. But at any rate, he said that uh, I've never done this before. I've never called a grand jury, but I don't think that seems right. Well, yeah, I don't think that seems I've never done this before. I don't know anything, but that's wrong. I will say that one thing about the camera angles yesterday that were a little disappointing. Uh, it was, by the way, it was uh, court TV. Pretty much all of the uh, recording rights uh, or, you know, the, the camera in the room have been gone to East Idaho News up to this point. But mm -hmm. uh, yesterday it was not, which I thought was slightly interesting. Only that I feel like they probably can't always let East Idaho News have the biggest piece of the pie, you know. But they streamed it from them, just like we streamed it from them. You know, it's, no one owns it, so it's fine. But right. anyway, that is the, uh, the, I thought that was kind of interesting. But they trained the camera on Lori's face 
most of the time, which was um, interesting. We'll talk about it. But you know what we didn't get to see? We didn't get to see a lot of Prosecutor Wood, which I always enjoy seeing in court because uh, it's interesting as well. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. we didn't see the judge at all. At all. I thought that was kind of sad. Court TV, you can't cut to camera too? Come on. Seriously. You had one camera in the room? Probably. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I I didn't like never getting to see the judge's face because I wanted to, uh, you know, kind of take the temperature of what he was thinking about Thomas and his... uh, nonsense but hey he didn't respond very much he just kind of let him ramble so you know it's whatever but that was one thing I didn't like but my god Lori acted weird the grinning the smiling the laughing the smirking had people furious I don't know if you guys noticed but uh officer Hermosillo Ray Hermosillo was sitting behind her yeah (laughs) He looked pissed. He was getting madder and madder. My husband worked with Ray a long time ago, and he said, you know, looking at Ray in that courtroom yesterday is the same look I used to see on his face when people would call him a certain nickname that I won't repeat here. But oh, uh, Yeah, he had a real bad nickname in high school. We won't say we it. Don't, we don't <laughs> want to get kicked off YouTube. But um, no. And also, we like Ray, so we're not going yes. to do that. But anyway, uh, he said that was murderous. He said he was pissed at her behavior, and I agree. He was looking madder and madder. Some of the other uh, detectives that were sitting back there were just looking like probably not that freaking surprised, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but at any rate, I, that... Honestly, I thought she looked like she was responding to things that weren't there. Mm-hmm. The, the looking off to the side and giggling and stuff. I kept thinking, is she hallucinating? It made you wonder. It really did. At one point, wonder. they mentioned J.J., and she got a really wistful look on her face and laughed. And people thought she was smirking, laughing. I don't think so. I think hearing JJ's name triggered something for her, like a happy memory. She's bonkers as hell. She is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely acting ugly. That was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no wonder her attorneys haven't wanted to bring her into court. This is right. terrible. Really terrible. But when they left the courtroom... He put her in a bulletproof vest and marched her out to the police car and pulled away. And she looked like she was absolutely posing for the paparazzi. Oh, she sure did. Pictures. It was bad. Look at this. Also, what kind of Kool-Aid is on her cheeks? Do you think? Uh, Something. Jolly Rancher. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Look at this. Look at that. Like she was eating it up. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. Then these shots were in the courtroom as well. See, that one, the one on the left, or the right, that's the face she made when they mentioned JJ. Mm. And I thought, that triggered a happy memory for her, as much as that will infuriate everybody. It, mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. That looked like a proud mom moment. Yeah. yeah. It did. If this woman isn't on her way back to the mental hospital in no, no time, I'm going to be real surprised. Right? Because no, this very is... Oh, sorry. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Tell I couldn't even tell the difference. I thought that was a picture of her. <laughs> but this one, particularly, this kills me. That looks like a movie star in the back of a limo. Yeah. Not a, a murderer that's on trial uh, in the back of a police car. Yeah. 
I am just, it was astonishing. And people are furious, as you can imagine. The local comments and stuff people are saying about it. Uh Yeah, nobody's having it. And I get it. I do. But I think people need to be, take a step back from thinking that this is because she's thrilled to be there or because she thinks that the, you know, this is a lot of fun. Uh, No, she's out of her mind. She's lost her connection with reality. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there's no ruling yet on what they were arguing yesterday. That'll probably be out in the next couple of weeks. It's very inconsequential. Either they'll waste a little more time going to the grand jury or they won't. It just doesn't matter. No, it's just it, one it of those changes things. nothing long term. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Do you think it's the Mormon keep sweet or is she just the new Diane Downs? I think the new Diane Downs. Uh, there is mm-hmm. an element of that, though, Alexia. I think you probably have you're hitting on something there because there definitely is that uh, be likable, mm-hmm. you know, be likable at all costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be pleasing to the male gaze. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I accomplished that in this today, however. I disagree entirely. (laughs) No, I guess I do. Yeah. And yes, there was a closed meeting after. There was. That's true. I wonder about about her going back to the hospital. Uh, I'd be surprised if that was the case. I don't think they would have had her in court. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, you know, clearly, Paula, I I don't know. I can't understand it. Why Thomas brought Roe v. Wade into the argument, I could not understand what he was talking about. That's why I wished I could have seen the judge's face, because I wanted to see his puzzlement as well. Right? Yeah. Uh, If she does get put back in the hospitals, does that change her court date, or will they sever? Uh, Probably would change her court date, It and it could cause a sever. It could cause anything. Yeah. You know that um, if that happened, that Pryor would be fighting for having it severed. Yeah. Because he's already been complaining that Chad has spent too much time in jail already. Well, Well, I mean, he has. Jail, prison, whatever. Right. I mean, he's just going to go to prison from here. But as far as trials go, he's been in jail a long freaking time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's true. It's just apples to apples. Honestly, he's safer where he's at than he will be when he gets to prison. But yeah, it's true. Too many hot pockets. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I guess. No wonder Lori's making friends at the jail. These women are probably seeing what she is, you mm-hmm. know, and just I wouldn't say feeling sorry for her, but probably treating her with kid gloves because they're they're seeing the bonkers, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of always got to think, too, that there might be women sidling up to her to have a story to tell. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I don't yeah. think you can trust that. No. No, I think that's very true. I would. <laughs> I would. If I was in jail, uh, I would do my best to make friends with her, to learn everything I could. Right. Right. Who wouldn't? <laughs> Did you see? Bacon Bite says, oh, I was trying not to comment about Katie's lovely hairdo, but then <laughs> Christy is sporting it too, like Fifi. <laughs> yes, Bacon Bite. Yes. Or like Lori in court yesterday. Yes. That was yeah. very strange. <laughs> like a Fifi. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. So that's that's most of what we know. Uh, yes. Good point. Larry said he did not recognize her 
and she was scared to death. I did not see her scared. I didn't see her scared, but I can see how Larry did not recognize her. Yeah. And one thing we have to bear in mind is she's probably pretty heavily medicated. And maybe mm-hmm. that's just medicated Lori. Yeah. Well, she reminds me of people that I have known that were interacting with things that no one else could see. And in a, in a different reality in her head than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe she was wearing ketchup on her cheeks. See, I was thinking probably a Hawaiian punch. They get the mm-hmm. little juice or drink packets in the uh, commissary. Yeah. I was thinking that's kind of what it looks like. Uh, I did reach out to my contact and ask about the wedding ring. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing people were incensed about. I This far into this, you would think like local people would uh, start to understand a little bit better. And it's okay if you're mad about this stuff, but here's the truth. She has the right to get dressed and look like a normal person as much as she can. I mean, hello, but (laughs) you know, at at court. And so, yeah, she had on slacks, she had on heels, she -hmm. had on a nice blouse, you know? Yeah, of course she did. And again, you can expect to always see that when she's in court, that is her attorney's making sure that she looks as little like a criminal as possible. Mm -hmm. That's just normal. And, And they have that right in jail. And the thing is, if this was your family member or you, you would want those rights too. We have mm-hmm. to be a little careful when we look at people we don't like that are being tried for stuff that we don't immediately dash to the place of wanting to, for them to not have their rights. Uh, Cause if that was you or your family member, you'd sure the hell would want them. Right. You know, so she didn't right. have on a wedding ring and this is what I, I learned from my contact. No wedding rings are definitely not allowed at the jail. She does not have one. Uh, they thought that it was either a piece of tape or a hairband. So yep. just pretty much the same thing everyone else had said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was black. It was black. And she showed it several times. She was pretty, uh, you know, ornate with it, which uh, I think also this, there's been a real point of Lori. And they called her Vallow in court and not Dave Bell again. So I'm sure she, uh, well, maybe she didn't like that. But at any rate, uh, she really wants to make sure people know she's married, it seems. Yeah, well, you know, trying to flash anything she can to get a message to old Chad, you know, that Mm -hmm. she's still his biggest fan. Yeah. Means always had her in a sad blue sweater. At least these attorneys dressed her properly. Well, it means I don't believe has a para. So, you know, he probably grabbed that off a clearance rack somewhere or the DI. And these guys probably have a decent para that actually went to a store and purchased things in her size, you know, Mm -hmm. that should have looked, uh, you know, like going into court. Yeah. Oh, someone that was in the courtroom, Fran says, said she looked back up to the ceiling and closed her eyes at one point. Yeah. Like Christy said, she was hallucinating. There was more going on there. I think so. I think she was interacting with something that wasn't there. She did keep glancing behind her. I had wondered if she was looking for Kay and Larry. Mm-hmm. Or maybe family. Yeah. She did look around quite a bit. The way she looked at Woods was so creepy. I agree. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, it kind of went back and forth between a I hate you look to a leering almost. I don't want to say it, but a leering kind of look. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. She was leaning way behind her attorney to see him and craning her neck to stare at him. Mm-hmm. It was odd. Yeah. She was trying to flash the golden vagina. We know it. That's what she was yep. trying to do. Yep. Well, yeah. Archibald didn't even turn his head, boy. 
And she she kind of mm-hmm. tried to lean over and whisper to him a few times, and he just hardly even acknowledged her. He was yeah. very straight-faced. But honestly, my hot take from that was that I don't think that this was his filing. I don't think that this was his uh, intention. I don't feel like he wanted anything to do with what was going on in court yesterday. Yeah, he The only person that seemed to be confused was Thomas. Yeah. And I thought that the prosecutor made a good point in saying, you're saying that a jury is going to be confused by this, uh, by these charges, by this wording, but recognize that it's a jury who wrote them. Right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just basically, yeah. you know, implying that they, the murdering, the murders of the kids was partially to commit fraud to get their social security, that the murder yeah. and the fraud are linked. Mm-hmm. And they are, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yep. So that's what happened. The other thing that happened this week, last Friday, and the reason that Chad and Pryor were not in court, because initially they were supposed to be, was that they came to an agreement about the DNA. Yeah. So this has been the ongoing conversation. There was some DNA that is consumptive, meaning that uh, when they use it, they likely will not have an additional sample to split off from that for the defense's uh, experts. And so they have never done it because they were waiting for some kind of an order or an agreement so they could just do it all at once because that's really the only way they can do it. And they were having a hard time getting along on it, uh, of course. (laughs) And eventually what happened uh, is that the state said, we don't want to do it. Because the judge said, okay, either you guys need to have an expert in the room to the defense or this needs to be filmed so that your expert down the road can take a peek at it. And the state lab said, we are not equipped for that. We are tiny. We we aren't set up for cameras and uh, for a studio for this, nor do we have the time for all of this to be happening. So Mm -hmm. we want it to go somewhere else. Well, then the, the defense hired an expert. And he happens to be a professor at Boise State University. Well, the state lab is in Meridian, which is like 20 miles, if that, from from Boise. So, I mean, he lives right in the area. So then the whole plan was changed to, okay, no, yes, we will do it at the state lab. And yes, our expert will be present. I'll bet you that guy is well known in that lab. He's Mm -hmm. actually on the board of the Innocence Project. He'll be a good uh, witness, I think, except for mm-hmm. that uh, in their initial filing about this, they had an affidavit or a statement from him saying that uh, testing Chad's shovel was kind of a moot point because it's Chad's shovel. So, of course, his DNA would be on it. And I was my I'm confused about that, because why do you think they're looking for Chad's DNA on Chad's shovel? Right. What if someone else's DNA is also on it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, I agree. She said, my view with Archibald is he's just doing his job. He won't stop the fellow attorneys from making a fool of themselves, but he won't take part in it. Yeah, that's what he did with Means, too. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Paula said, but it isn't fair that they won't change the charges because they're bad for Lori. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, that's this whole thing. Please, You know, we don't want to test this DNA. It's not going to have anything important anyway. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. (laughs) Like, uh, it's a huge deal. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to, to that Roe v. Wade argument, though, and 
try to get a sense of what the hell he was talking about or what right. point he was trying to make. However, that brought up a different point for me when Paula had uh, and I had uh, messaged, uh, well, shared a comment back and forth on this earlier today. Did you know that Roe v. Wade is the thing that puts medical protections in place for privacy? Roe v. Wade protected HIPAA. Right. And with no Roe v. Wade, HIPAA could go away. And so in my book, I guess if we're going to bring Roe v. Wade into it, why are we protecting Lori's rights here for medical privacy? Mm -hmm. Right. Just a thought. Right. What if Tylee's DNA is on the shovel? What if uh, JJ's? What if Alex's? What if Lori's? Like, we're looking for more than just Chad. So the DNA in question, and I believe there's other DNA, too, that wasn't consumptive, so it wasn't a part of this argument. But Mm -hmm. the DNA that they're talking about, and this turns my stomach to even say it or think it, is matter that was found under JJ's fingernails on his right hand. Yes. And on the shovel. Yeah. 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 And that what's under JJ's fingernails, that's super important. But yeah, anybody else could be on that shovel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Janet, that's okay. She said, I re-listened to it earlier. And his argument was basically that a precedent can be reversed like Roe v. Wade. So trying to win favor with the court because he figures that that judge is probably a Mormon and probably Mm -hmm. agrees with, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If HIPAA isn't an issue, could mean still be in trouble for disclosing her medical issues. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was before the fact. And also as her attorney, uh, he shouldn't be disclosing anything about his client at all. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, there's the whole attorney-client privilege that he broke there, too. Yeah. And, you know, HIPAA has not been struck down, but it is a scary thought that, yes, it was medical privacy for particularly people that, who can get pregnant Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it, that's the precedent that it set. <laughs> Hi, Cindy. I don't know if you know what the hair is about. We're making fun of Lori Vallow in court yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I do oh, want yeah. everyone to understand. We have not just turned over a new leaf and gone back to elementary school with this hair. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, D, uh, reminding us Kay and Larry also are currently begging the courts to, or the authorities to please release the children's bodies so that they can bury them that has still not been done no and you know until they're done processing all of the evidence i don't think they can yeah because they you know at any point you know they might need a comparison of something like it's i i get where kay and larry are coming from but from an evidentiary standpoint they they need access to those bodies clear through up until trial yeah yep I think so. Yep. But I do feel for them too, because I know they just want that part of this nightmare to be over. But unfortunately, we're not there yet. Yeah. So that's it. That's what's up in Daybell Ballow. Okay. Um, will Kay and Larry get possession of Tylee's remains too? No, I think that will either go to um, her brother or her aunt. Or yeah. possibly grandparents. I mean, Lori's parents. Yeah. I would imagine it goes to her brother. He's probably the closest. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. 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 But they're they're just not likely to release those bodies until they are completely done. I mean, they haven't even tested DNA yet. 
And right. Yeah. So that it's really important that they hang on to them for as long as they can. And I know that sucks for the family, but yeah. they don't, we don't want to miss out on, you know, something that could be really important in the case by giving the bodies up too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl said, I need pink reading glasses. You know, I need them in more ways than one, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened today. Um, We went to the store that must not be named, which um, is Hobby Lobby, a store I really try not to frequent because I hate their politics and their behavior so much. Mm -hmm. But sometimes they have things I have to have for something I'm doing, whatever. Anyway, we were in Hobby Lobby, you know, behaving as irreverently as we normally do. And Mars said, look at this ball. It was a charm. We were in the jewelry section. But okay, you'll get this if you're getting old eyes. She held it right up to my face. (laughs) And I said and shouldn't have but did it was so close I couldn't see it all I heard was look at this ball and I said what is it a ball gag okay (laughs) and Mars yells in a way that echoed through Hobby Lobby what the hell's a ball gag (laughs) (laughs) there were some some ladies on the aisle with us that weren't for very long they uh, turned and left (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I, I might need glasses soon. <laughs> I'm thinking yes. I, I am thinking yes. Yeah. It was a baseball if you'd like to know. But <laughs> not a ball gag. I don't I don't think Hobby Lobby would carry that. I don't know. Probably no. They don't I even mean, carry Halloween stuff, so probably no. Probably right? no. Yeah. Well, maybe we should I don't know, get to the rest of our cases. I, we really should. Yeah. Uh there's big Sad news in the Harmony Montgomery case. Yeah. Do you want to share that? Yeah. So uh, last week we had talked about that there was going to be a press conference the following day, which there was. And they have announced now that they are certain that Harmony was murdered uh, and that they do not have her remains. But they are certain now that she was murdered, which is just uh, what everybody expected. But it's still really sad, you know. Uh, still though, no, no arrest of mom and dad. No. Yep. Yeah. When is that coming? Yeah. Oh, we've been waiting. They also, this is the other thing though. They have, they say they believe it was in early December, 2019. However, this does finally make this a homicide investigation officially. And so maybe that will give them a little more, uh, of an mm-hmm. opportunity, you know? Right. It is a good thing. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. So that is sad. Really sad for Harmony's mom. She has been absolutely slayed online by people who just can only see her as the drug, a- drug addict she was when she first lost Harmony and nothing else. And I think that's really sad because she has was begging people begging to know where harmony was for years it's really sad yeah Yeah. i i'm glad at least for her that she knows that she's not out there somewhere with bad people you know because there were these rumors around um yeah you know that she was sold or you know given to someone or something and i i think at least they um will you know at least she knows that that's not the case yeah 
So Harmony was, I believe, for Cindy and has been missing. And her, so she had been in foster. Uh, Mom and dad both were addicts. Dad also had been in prison for shooting someone in the face. And at whatever point, uh, she got released from foster care from the people who wanted to adopt her and did adopt her little brother and given back to dad after he was out of prison and a new stepmom and bio mom still had visitation of harmony but uh, dad wasn't really cooperating so from sometime after that end of 2019 into 2020 mom couldn't find him and couldn't uh, get any visitation and had contacted CPS many, many, many times. Uh, This happened in New Hampshire and tried and tried and tried to get something going. CPS would completely blow her off. She couldn't get anything from them. Uh, She finally went to the mayor of their town who went to the police chief and said, I have this woman telling me that we have a missing child. And the police chief's like, I have no idea. I've never heard anything about this. So he talked to CPS and there we go. That's when suddenly they start announcing, oh my gosh, we have a missing child. Well, Harmony had been missing for two years by then. Yeah. She had just fallen completely through the cracks. Part of it was that this was an interstate uh, situation between one CPS and the other. Uh, A lot of people have been really quick to blame CPS. Uh, Whether it was their fault or it wasn't is kind of yet to be seen. It does seem like she fell through the the cracks, but maybe not entirely because there was, you know, this was during COVID and it was also an interstate uh, situation. So... It's it's terrible. It's very sad, but that's what's going on. Yeah. And dad and stepmom have been in jail and have been in a bunch of trouble since. Uh, but and have lost their other children. Believe it or not, there were two more that they had had together. But mm. yeah, yeah, she's yep. And and you know, it's pretty general consensus that dad did it. Dad is actually in jail currently for charges of harming her. Uh, before she died, when an uncle witnessed him injuring her. So how do they know she was murdered? I don't know, Cranky. But what they took from that apartment, this is what sealed the deal. Mm -hmm. And from that apartment, uh, what, like two months ago, they raided an old apartment that they had lived in. And they did, uh, they took the fridge, like took it, replaced it. They cut out portions of the floor. They cut out portions of the wall and they scoped the pipes all the way down to the sewer. And then they went to the sewer and pulled a manhole off and scoped all the way down in there. So that's what they did do. Uh, The other thing that we know is that there was actually a complaint about that apartment from a neighbor in January of 2020. So just a month or so later uh, that the door was kicked in. And so the police went over there to discover that nobody was living there, but that the last person to have lived there was Adam Montgomery, right? Mm -hmm. So they caught up to Adam and discovered that the door hadn't been kicked in. He had left it open. He said he left it open because there was a really bad smell and he was trying to air the apartment out. Oh, God. Yep. That's horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the time, of course, they had no idea that there was a missing child. 
I didn't know any of that, you know, so. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, no one is surprised that Harmony is dead. No. But it's like, okay, we know she is, but still no further in where her remains, Mm -hmm. who killed her, like, and and I'm sure they know more than what they're releasing, but Mm -hmm. it's still frustrating. Yep. 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 So that's, that's what we know on Harmony. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about Cody Bigsby. Okay. He's little Cody. And Cody, we did, a, we, we have covered his case before. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been missing for about nine months. And, um, he has still not been found. Um, his father went to jail for child neglect mm-hmm. and has now been indicted on 30 counts of child neglect relating uh. to, he had f- four children, including Cody. Um, but the people in the community where he um, went missing are absolutely dedicated to finding this little guy. And so the, there are volunteers that are still searching, looking everywhere, canvassing, talking to people, trying to help the police figure out um, where this little guy has gone. And, I, you know, it's um, mm-hmm. there, there's been a recent vigil for Cody. Um, and there's just a lot going on in his community where his community is saying, yeah, we're not giving up on this child. Yeah. But unfortunately, still nothing, nothing concrete. Yeah. But good on the neighbors, you know? Yeah. It's, it, it's good to see that people care. You know, we see so many of these missing persons cases that no one pays any attention to at all. And at least somebody there's, there are people out there fighting for Cody Bixby. And I think that's good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have gone back and searched this so many times since we initially did that case there's nothing yeah nothing dad's in jail moving through the system on all the child neglect charges and isn't talking about where cody is yeah um yeah for sure i i am so tired of watching these cases it's like oakley uh carlson oakley carlson yeah from washington same shit her dad just got out of jail yeah and she's just gone and i guess she's just gone now so yeah yeah terrible yeah well speaking of terrible would you like to tell us what's up with our friend nick alaverdian oh my god this just is utah is not going to give up not I'm giving glad up. to hear it and why well because he's a rapist and they've had it so here's the deal they have charged him again with number three so they now have three sexual assault charges on him. Two of them are rape. We already knew about both of them. This last one is a woman who says that uh, in 2008, Nick was living with a roommate in Orem. And this woman's, uh, her roommate was dating Nick's roommate. So she went over to their house. She says she told investigators she was talking to him in the hallway when suddenly he forced her into a bedroom, got on top of her, and groped her. She reported she could not get him off and screamed for help, 
someone entered the room and pulled Alaverdian off of her. Mm. So here's the thing. That has a two-year uh, statute of limitations, that particular charge. But that only applies if you've lived in the state all that time. And he hasn't. He left the state right after that. So the two years, the clock's still ticking. Ah, good. Also, he's got some charges in Scotland now. Because I know this will surprise you all, but he's been a real dickbag over there, too. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a real dickbag everywhere at all times. He has been charged with threatening a doctor and a nurse at a Glasgow hospital. Yep. Jesus. So now that is now five women accusing him of sexual assault. Some of them in Utah and some elsewhere. Yeah. Because there's two women from where he went to college uh, after he left Utah and he went, I believe, to Ohio. Uh, that he groped while exposing himself. Ugh, gross. Mm-hmm. And that he was actually convicted of. That's those are done. But yep, yeah, it was Ohio in '08. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just he just couldn't knock it off. Anyway, so but Utah is not backing down, bro. They are still fighting it. They are going to get him extradited. Well, good. Yeah, good question, Cammy. How many more are there that are afraid to speak up? I'm sure plenty, right? especially during his foray in Utah. Yeah. Because unfortunately, uh, in Utah and in, uh, you know, he was an active Mormon at the time. And unfortunately, a lot of sexual assault, especially in that era, went unreported. It still does. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's why a lot of these girls were young women they were college students they were likely BYU students and when they go to the police or the hospital and say they were sexually assaulted they will frequently get kicked out of school it happens here too at BYUI because Mm -hmm. they are they went too far and caused that to happen yeah it was their fault yeah and so and somebody told me that they've changed the rules about that they've made it better but our experience was they will kick girls out of school that get raped. Yep. yep. So See a lot of time. rapes go unreported because girls don't want to get sent home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Paula said, Utah being serious about sexual assault? Wow. Right? Well, this guy's yeah. an outsider now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And also he said some bad shit about the prosecutor's wife on Twitter. So he's done. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he just- <laughs> This guy, what the hell? <laughs> he just can't stop. Yeah, no, he can't. Yeah, but so well, that's what's up with Nick. <laughs> I can't wait for him to come back. We have might to have to take trial. a road trip, right? <laughs> this guy, what the hell? I want to well, go to court and listen to his fake accent real bad. I know. I yeah, I'm very curious to see if he'll keep that that Scottish accent going. Pretend to be that other guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that guy that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, in the Dylan Rounds case, so Dylan is the young farmer missing out of southern Utah. He's been missing for like two and a half months now. He, his neighbor um, has been arrested on weapons charges, not charged with anything relating to Dylan, but it seems as though that's what they're trying to 
put together. Put yeah. together. They did um, raid his property and do a big search. They've done a search with cadaver dogs on his property and they found flat nothing. Yeah. Dylan Rounds just vanished into thin air. It's really scary. But it does appear that there's stuff going on in his case. They're working, you know, yeah. they're working at it. And, and it does appear that they seem to think that this Brenner guy has something to do with his disappearance, mm-hmm. which I think is good. At least there's something going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, I mean, they didn't find when they um, searched his property, brought in the cadaver dogs. They've done all this stuff. Yeah. They haven't found anything. No. So, unfortunately, um, but he... Do you think they're barking up the wrong tree? I mean, I... I don't know, because the dude is a bad guy. And they... I just feel like the investigators know something that they have not been able to approve yet. But they know... You know what I mean? So often, in a case like this, you'll... They'll know who did it. But until they can, you know, show the cold, hard proof... Well, and it's really normal to see some kind of lesser charges of some sort to just get them into custody and in the system. Right. So they can hang on to them while they investigate. So I don't know. There's still a lot to happen there, Mm -hmm. um, clearly, because they still have not found Dylan. Yeah. So so we will keep an eye, you know, and continue to talk about it. It's just crappy that there's still nothing. We really Mm -hmm. feel for his family. Totally. Janet wanted to know, is Nick uh, in prison in Scotland or out on bond? Uh, my understanding is he was out on bond and that he is in custody now. You know, because of the antics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah Janet, Janet says, I feel like that situation is very similar to Delphi. Right? I mean, it's yeah. just nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, let's see, Katie, do you want to tell us about, uh, what's happening in the Kylie Rodney case? Yeah. So we covered Kylie Rodney earlier this week. This is the teenager that is missing from Truckee, California. And (laughs) this happens to us a lot and it's fine. We don't care. But, um, we recorded our episode and we said, that Adventures with Purpose, people had been begging them to come and help. And they said they had other places they had to be now. But if she hadn't been found by the first part of September, they would head that direction. Well, that very night, as our episode was being released, <laughs> they announced that they decided to scrap everything else and head for California. Yeah. So yay for them. I'm thrilled that they're doing it. They are coming. So there is... Uh, Lake Prosser, right where she disappeared, and then also Lake Tahoe Mm -hmm. and other ponds and bodies of water through there. There's a lot of places to consider. Um, There's one, there was one sighting of maybe her car in Arizona, not confirmed. Uh, You know, there's going to be a lot of that. So Mm -hmm. that's what we know, except for that the authorities have announced that they have a new phase in the search for her, basically scaling back. Because they have, uh, they've been searching for 11 days. So the police captain of the Nevada County Sheriff's Office, Sam Brown, said, We are moving into a more limited but continuous search and rescue effort. 
we are going to have to switch modes and kind of focus on the investigative end and try to figure out where do we go from here. So there will be less physical searches going on now and more police work, essentially. That's what we know. Yeah. Now. Well, and I mean, you got to think like this is serious country and terrain to be searching, you know, mm-hmm. like at Donner Pass. That's a huge, yeah. I cannot imagine. Oh, I mean, it's mostly going to be done from the air mm-hmm. and it have to be. I mean, basically, they've been saying all along, her car is the key. We find the car, we'll know what happened to Riley. But her car is gone, too. But, you know, adventures with purpose are pros at finding cars. They are. They are. I am holding a lot of hope that they will. So they are hoping to, at least at last report, be there and up and running by Friday. Mm -hmm. So that's what uh, they had to swing back through... uh, I don't know wherever they're at and get some more equipment and, but they're on it. They're working on it. And I, I think that's pretty cool because in the past they've kind of been like, ah, nah, we do old cases. We don't do current cases. And everyone's just begged them to come in on this one. And they finally said, yeah, you know what? We're going to come. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Her mom did put out a statement today in light of what the authorities have announced that uh, she will never, ever stop looking for her and that she's nowhere near done. And this is not over. And it is not. And it's not. No one's going to forget about Kylie. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to see a resolution here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm just really hoping that, um, you know, their Adventures with Purposes technology plus their experience in finding cars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. If it's in the water, I, if it's in the water, I'm thinking they'll find it. But Lake Tahoe, man, I mean, they might find a hell of a lot more than Kylie. Right. What is up with the boyfriend? There's definitely some weirdness with the friends. There's mm-hmm. a lot of speculation. People have been pretty nonplussed by the friends. Some of their stories have changed repeatedly. The boyfriend, who was also reported to be an ex-boyfriend, we don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Has, there's been kind of maybe some attention-seeking kind of behavior here from some of the teenagers. I don't want to say too much about it because they're teenagers and their friend is missing and you know, it, that's, it's hard, but you know, it, it, there is some weirdness there, Jessica, for sure. And mm-hmm. locals yeah. are feeling a little frustrated with uh, all of the kids involved in this and, mm-hmm. or maybe not involved that were at that party wondering what the hell's really going on. So right. that's, I think what the police are saying, you know, is that mm-hmm. they're going to draw back search and start doing some, as of uh, doing more police work as of Monday, they had 1200 leads. So to their or calls, you know, to their anonymous uh, tip line. So I'm yeah. sure they have plenty to wade through. Yeah. I'm sure that they do. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of plenty to wade through, um, George Wagner, who is the last family member to be tried in the Pike County massacre. You, you may remember that we covered it a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, um, Jury selection is ongoing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they now have 37 potential death qualified jurors in the pool. So basically they're going for the death penalty here. And so they mm-hmm. need to know what their jurors stance is on the death penalty. And if they feel comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. being Important a part of deciding that. So 
this is a big, it's interesting because this is what's going to happen with the Daybell Vallow jury. Mm -hmm. So watching it is very interesting. They actually want between 40 and 60 potential jurors that are death qualified Mm -hmm. so that then they can start dismissing based on whatever stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. 40 to 60 for a jury of 12. I mean, that's... Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to keep an eye on that. You think the dad still has to go to trial? Um, No, dad already did. I think. I don't know. These people. And there's so many. Well, there's four of them. Mm -hmm. Two people pled. I don't know. Anyway, this is the brother, George. And uh, it's just interesting. I've kind of been watching the jury selection with him because it's going to be similar to how the Daybell Vallow jury selection goes. But to think that you need 40 to 60 death qualified jurors in order to whittle it down to 12. Crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Janie. (laughs) We hope you get our joke. (laughs) If, if you don't just real quick, this is a, who wore it better moment. Uh, Us or her. Yeah. (laughs) We're jerks. Uh, Okay. We're going to hell. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) <laughs> so interesting. Janet said in Kristen Smart, they had 300 uh, qualified jurors. Death wow. Qualified jurors. That wow. is just wild. Yeah. Wild. So we'll be yeah. keeping an eye on that George Wagner case. And I, I'm just curious. It's interesting to see how they're handling this jury and to see how a death penalty jury is mm-hmm. sad, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Let's, uh, uh, Katie, why don't you tell us there was a little, there was some stuff going on with Murdaugh. Yeah. So, uh, Dick Carpotlian. <laughs> I can't, I, just, I can't. Terrible. That's Murdaugh's attorney, Dick Carpotlian. Uh, he's, he's mad. He's big mad. He says that he has not received any discovery. And they were supposed to have discovery into him, I believe, by Monday and did not. And the prosecutor's office is saying the reason that they have not turned discovery over to him is because they were having a dispute about whether or not there should be a protection order on the evidence because Mm -hmm. they don't want him spilling it out to the public. And he was agreeing to the restraining order until Friday when he wasn't. And so they went, well, then we're not going, we're not turning over discovery until the, uh, you know, until the, uh, the judge, we make a ruling on this, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and of course he says, he he did a big news conference Wednesday that was, you know, just a lot of uh, pomp and circumstance and he said that this is the prosecutors are just trying to have a trial by ambush because they won't give him any evidence. He says he does not have a shred of paper. He says that he learned about the blood spatter by reading it on some blog, which made me wonder, Dick Harpootlian, do you watch our show? (laughs) Do you? I don't. I doubt you do. Yeah, I doubt it. If you do, I'm sorry. I laugh every time I say your name. It's just, God, that's funny. Yeah, it is. That is funny. So Mm -hmm. some of the things that the uh, prosecutor's office is concerned about is that there is evidence that is cell phone data 
there. Oh no, that came from Harpulian. He said this, the things that he feels like uh, they're holding back cell phone data, data from the black box in his truck, forensics, an autopsy or analysis of time of death. These are all to do with, of course, uh, the murders of his wife and son of mm -hmm. Murdoch's wife and son. So, you know, it, so now they're back to fighting it out over those things. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, basically they're waiting for the judge to weigh in now on whether or not there should be some kind of a gag order or restraining order on all that stuff before they give it to Harputley. And well, because he's theatrical, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it makes sense. Yeah. Well, last but definitely not least, this is a new case, but I wanted to share this with you because... Here's a lesson in what not to do. Rachel Dollard visited a man named Joshua Brown, who was in prison um, and in Tennessee. This was a few months ago. She's now been charged with second-degree murder because she kissed him. And as she kissed him, she slipped a uh, little balloon of meth into his mouth and uh well he swallowed it and he died so she was trying to give him some meth so he'd have some while he was in jail and then he accidentally swallowed it and it killed it and she's been charged with second degree murder gosh yeah sucks to suck yeah so crazy like what are you thinking not thinking at all. That's what no. that is. So anyway, sure. I just wanted to share that with you because it kind of blew me away. Yeah. So that is the update for you all. We will be back. Uh, I've set the time for 815 Mountain um, for the True Crime Cold Read Party. So if you are um, a member of our YouTube channel and have signed up for the cold read party. We are going to be doing that here at 815 Mountain. So in about 15 minutes, mm -hmm. we will uh, be streaming that. So um, you can bring us if you're, you know, um, <laughs> the chat is killing me. Um, if you if you are a member and want to bring us a cold case, bring us a cold case to the true crime cold read party and we will be right back for it we're gonna unlory val ourselves before that i, I don't um, know what's gonna happen with this lipstick but the hair is definitely gonna go <laughs> jessica said well that's a lesson for everyone <laughs> yes jessica yes it is i've never thought of that before now we you know. know don't do that yeah. <laughs> she, she just didn't know she didn't know yeah, I, I don't know. But, you know, he clearly wasn't sure what the hell was going on and swallowed it and died. This is terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, lesson learned. Yeah. Uh, okay, so thank you all for being here. And, of course, we will be uh, back in about 15 minutes for the Cold Read Party. We will be back for the Psychic Hour tomorrow night. That's, of course, streaming through um, YouTube uh, as our subscription and on our Patreon. So you got to be a member of one of those two. So our Patreon is just patreon.com slash true crime squad. You can find us there. Or if you have joined our YouTube channel subscription, you can get it there as well. So don't forget, we're doing that on Thursdays. But uh, yeah. for those of you who are joining us, we'll be back in about 15 minutes. Thanks, guys. You do know it. We are the true crime squad. Thanks for being here, everybody. <laughs> Oh,